0: Hi everyone you're listening to the thought row podcast it's time to think creatively i'm rod jones
1: and i'm Ingie jones this podcast is all about inspiring creativity in your life we will be sharing thought-provoking tips to help you be more creative every single day tune in each week for a new episode
0: We will be featuring some very talented and some interesting guests from all over the world.
1: Our guests include creative people like artists, musicians, writers, performers, chefs, venters, entrepreneurs, and many others.
0: Yes, we want everyone to know these guests are not only creative, but they have insightful stories and information to share with you.
1: Also, these talented people have such interesting lives and personal stories that are motivational and inspirational.
0: When you tune into our weekly podcast, Inji will share with you an inspirational quote. I know you will find it to be motivating and a great way to start your day or keep you on track throughout the week.
1: Yeah, just to let you guys know, the quotes that you hear on the show are available as screensavers for your phone or computer. It's available as a free download on our website at thoughtrow.com. Lots of inspiration to enjoy every day just for you all as a thank you gift from us for tuning into our podcast.
0: Angie and I have been living the creative life for many years, and we want to share with you our tips, and our secrets of what we've learned along the way.
1: That's right, Rod. And I think everyone will benefit from the stories and experiences we share. So everyone, please remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love for you to tune in.
0: Welcome. Welcome everyone to the Thought Row podcast. As you know, we start our podcast with an inspirational quote. Uh, So what do you have for us today, Angie?
1: Well, I have a very wonderful quote. Imagination is more important than knowledge. And it was not a surprise that it was Albert Einstein.
0: And he should know something about imagination. (laughs) I'd say. You know, it was interesting about him, and it would be fun if we all could do this. It's an issue of time, but he used to sit in this big, comfortable chair for literally hours at a time, and he would just think. And that's where he worked out a lot of these equations in his mind before he ever went to the blackboard. So thinking is kind of critical to being uh, happy and complete inside, especially when it comes to creativity.
1: Right, exactly. So today our topic is creative chaos. And we are going to share with you some positive thoughts and ideas on what you can do about it. I know you have some thoughts about this, Rod, so why don't you start out?
0: Well, I'm no different than anybody else. Uh, I have creative chaos. Chaos comes into my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's no stranger to me, and I'm sure it's no stranger to any of our listeners. Um, Worry, stress, anxiety, a whole host of these things uh, rob our peace of mind and our contentment. And they're constantly running in the background. And Mm -hmm. interestingly enough... They always seem to show up when you're trying to be creative. You're thinking about one creative thing, you're focused on something you want to do really creative, and then all of a sudden, one of these little demons pop into your head and it just kind of sucks your energy, your creativity, just moves out of your head, and you're standing there, like if you're a painter like I am, you're looking at the canvas, you've got a brush in your hand It's filled with paint, and you're going, oh, no. Now all of a sudden I'm thinking about, (laughs) I really need to put air in the car. Tires. (laughs) Tires.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So
0: what are your thoughts about creative chaos? I know you recently made a blog post entitled Heart of a Muse. Does that shed any light on our topic today?
1: Well, one of the main points I think that exemplifies creative chaos is how we all seem to come up with tasks that are not always pleasant to you know, kind of inject into when you're supposed to be doing something creative or just even thinking about creativity. It's almost like this uh, filter of, oh, I need to be doing something, quote, responsible instead of doing the creative tasks that you had set aside for yourself. So there's always this, this is more important and it needs to interfere with pursuing our creative projects.
0: It seems like everyone shares the burden of the things we want to do versus the things we should be doing right unfortunately there's no shortage of things that you ought to be doing and you got to get away from that to where you can refocus and move into something that's really enjoyable and presumably that's what you do creatively
1: right right and i feel like this really applies to women more so than men i think that men are really good about compartmentalizing things better than women are Not all, but personal experience I'm speaking from. I know that men always put work and business first, you know, because they want to provide for their families. But women seem to have the responsibility, at least a majority of the time, of taking care of all the things that are somewhat time robbers if you want to really concentrate on your creativity. And we start putting things like, oh, I need to do laundry. I need to make dinner. Billy is having a meltdown here, so I need to address him. And pretty soon, you know, and then you get a phone call and you you need to go to the store. So all these little things add up in the day. And then by the end of the day, you are like, I did not even do any of the creative things I wanted to do today. What happened? So,
0: well, unfortunately, the dynamic has changed for women considerably Mm -hmm. where the man used to be the breadwinner, the principal breadwinner of the family he would go to work, come home, expect his dinner made, expect his laundry done, et cetera. But now in order to keep a household going, it pretty much requires the, both the husband and the wife yeah, um, or true. your partner, whoever your partner is, to, you both have to work. And unfortunately, a lot of times men aren't real good about sharing the burden of maintaining the house, doing the laundry, even washing the dishes. So women catch it doubly. I think that's changing. I think more men yeah. realize that they can't especially because more men are working out of home, so they have a tendency to see what actually goes on in Mm -hmm. a given day, and then it becomes more and more difficult for a man, well, sometimes for a man to walk past a sink full of dishes and not do anything about it. Now they realize that everybody has to work together. They'll have to pull on the rope together. And if you have children, make sure you get the children involved. Try to stay away from that term chores. We all have chores, but... Try this is to, life. Yeah, this, this is, is life. life. Try to get your kids <laughs> Participate. to get involved. Oh, I like that. Participate. Yeah. I yeah. have a question for you. Yeah. When you think of creative chaos that affects our lives, our creative lives, where does it start? When do you think it hmm. begins?
1: That's a very good question. Um, I think that. Theologians suggest it may have happened around the time someone took a bite out of an apple oh, in a garden was. long, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we may never know for sure when creative chaos starts, but there's one thing that I do know. Creative chaos is alive and well and impacts everyone, really.
0: Well, going back to the biblical story, I always thought it had something to do with a man giving up one of his ribs. <laughs>
1: Really, there would be no man if there wasn't for us women who oh, yeah. birth you people.
0: <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. I wouldn't be here talking to you if that wasn't right, the case. Right, right. God bless my mom.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Either way, creative chaos, as everyone experiences, people try to do their best to be creative. But somehow there's things that happen to us in life that come along that steal away that creative thinking. We Mm -hmm. suggest, or this is what we try to do, is we try to set specific times in the day or week Mm -hmm. where we just say, okay, I'm not going to be bothered by anything. We turn off our phones, turn off the notifications on our uh, iPads if you have one. We stay out of the room that has the computer in it, and then we just go into our creative space. We've discovered that it works really well if Angie goes to her space and I go to my space. And it never hurts, you know, especially nowadays because we spend a lot of time together. It never hurts to have a little bit of solitude ourselves.
1: Mm -hmm. True. That way you can kind of defrag your brain. I think that's important too. I really liked this morning when you were talking about the schedule actually, Rod. I was getting a little stressed out and you said, well, no, let's let's just make one day the cleaning day or one morning the cleaning morning where that way I wouldn't have to sit here every morning going, I should really clean this. I should really do laundry. I should really, the shouldas, you know, it all begins. So I really like that concept and I tend to do things as I see things needed to be done. And maybe scheduling things is a better way to go with planning your creativity so you can make time for yourself. I
0: think it is. I'm not one that's big on lists. I don't generally write things down. I try to remember everything. But especially because a lot of people are spending more time at home, you walk through your home and you see things, oh, man, this needs to be done. And right, if you're right. a man, you go, oh, I need to, well, we live in the mountains, so maybe I need to go rake up some of those pine needles of becoming a fire <laughs> yeah. hazard. Right. And then you go, yeah, but I'd rather need to do something creative. So allotting time for each one of the things that you want to do, the your responsibilities. If you're running a home-based business, you know you have a certain amount of hours where you need to take care of your customers your clients or the company you work for and that's all good
1: right right and I know that's the different roles of men and women I know that we try to be more equal these days but we still as men and women have different responsibilities so that I really liked your your plan this morning I thought that was really cool
0: what were you going to say we talked about this before as man evolved
1: Hmm. yeah I think This reminds me of a program, actually, we watched, what was it, last night or the night before, and it was of the cave paintings, and I believe it was in Laisseau, France, I believe I'm pronouncing this correctly, and they were amazing, and we had watched this show before, but you fell asleep because it was that relaxing. I couldn't possibly have done that. Yes, you did. You were snoring like a caveman, (laughs) (laughs) but it was so good, and I tried to wake you up, but you you were sound asleep, and... I just, I couldn't stop watching. I was totally riveted. It was the most gorgeous cave paintings ever. And they were so realistic because I think that the cave people lived with these animals. So they would watch them in all of their natural movements and their habits and things like that. And I loved the, um, I want to say ox or something like that. It looked oxy. I think that's what they were. And then they had wild horses in the way that they made their manes and their... Facial expressions and everything—they were very, very emotional and very interesting because it was almost like an art installation, Rod. It was so beautiful. With the people going into the caves, they were holding a torch, and the way that it was flickering, it was making the animals come to life. So it yeah, was it like animated a, it, right? Right. right. Made it animated. Exactly.
0: I think. That's why you and I both have become uncomfortable when we hear people say that they're not creative. I mean, here mm-hmm. you have some people, what, 30, 40,000 years ago that took the time to go into a cave, uh, and I'm sure they were. They had to be a little bit frightened. They don't know what was in that cave. Mm -hmm. And then they sat there and they took some burnt sticks and started drawing on the wall. And what did they draw? They drew things that they were most familiar with. But also, I suspect these were things that they were hoping that they were going to be able to capture. I mean, this was like going to the grocery store and they're selecting their shopping list. Uh, what these? <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of is. I think, what are we going to have tonight, dear? We would uh, like some ox, ox tonight. Yeah, Thank some you. fresh ox. So people that tell us that they don't think they're creative, I think we think everybody is creative. There's people that I know can just make a really great chocolate cake or an apple pie. Not only is it delicious, and made with love, but oozes with creativity. It takes a certain amount of talent to mm-hmm. cook. It does. And it takes a certain amount of talent to draw or paint or write or compose music. It takes talent, and everybody has talent. They just don't ever really focus on it makes me feel very uncomfortable when people very quickly go, oh, I'm just not talented. I'm just not creative. I find that so incredibly irritating because I, and I'll spend time with them and I'll say, well, did you ever do this? Did you ever do that? Did you own a box of crayons? Whatever. And they go, oh yeah, I used to love to color. And I go, well, you know, that's a good place to start. Go buy yourself a box of crayons and show yourself that you actually are creative.
1: Right. Well, isn't that creative chaos, though, on a, on a different level where you're just going, no, I'm putting down my guard and I'm just really not going to go to that creativity because it's scary and unknown.
0: Well, it's the chaos that we, I believe, that we create ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we come up with chaos. I mean, there's a certain amount of people that thrive on chaos. You always hear about captains of industry and the only time they're happy is when everything's falling apart and they can reconstruct it or rebuild it. And chaos does have its purpose. Like you mentioned before, we talked before about the universe is filled with chaos. Right. It is. And and if it wasn't for all that chaos, uh, you and I wouldn't be here on this podcast. Right. Right. Uh, Literally created a plant that was no longer hostile and became Uh, a pretty decent place for us to evolve. Mm -hmm. And as we evolved, just about every single thing man did and woman did along the way is they became creative. They used their own resources to build a place to live, uh, create fire, cooking, cultivating food. Everything that has led us to where we are today Mm -hmm. was all based on man's initiative and by far his creativity.
1: Right. So talking about creative chaos, what you were saying, and how it impacts everyone's creativity, I have to say that what's been going on in the world with the pandemic has really devastated a lot of people's ambitions to be creative. It's almost impossible to shift your thinking into positive thoughts and channel your creativity when you're being bombarded with all of this kind of negativity or anxiety and things like that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Ron?
0: A lot of people, they'll go to the Internet and they'll search for different things. I mean, look, they may search on how to make a better chocolate cake, which is not a bad idea because then they can become more creative and inject some of their own thoughts and ideas to it. I think that reading books, I mean, book sales are up, which in my way of thinking probably is better than sitting around and watching TV all day. Reading is, uh, especially if you're a writer, I mean, most, most really competent writers say they've learned their craft by reading other people's books, which is probably a very good thing to do. Listening to music. What do you think about listening to music? Well, you
1: know, music is very important to me. It always has been. And I can honestly tell you that If I wake up in the morning and I'm not feeling, you know, really on all 10 cylinders, if I listen to some music that I really like, it really puts me in a spot of joy and being in harmony with my brain and my emotions and things. So for me, music is really, really important. And I've really gotten into meditation and I feel like I I really didn't expect much with meditation. At first, I thought it was a little like, okay, it'll be great for nap time cause you to just get sleepy but really after a while you do start to notice that your brain seems to be more receptive to higher thinking which I really didn't expect that necessarily because um, I just thought it was more of a relaxation kind of thing for me but it really did make a super like wonderful contribution to my thought process and I think just evolution of thought in your own soul.
0: Well, meditation will tamper down chaos because you can't be thinking about a bunch of garbage if you're meditating. Meditation is all about focusing and refocusing your brain, your thoughts and your ideas. And then you bring those down to a level where you're more at peace with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that pushes out chaotic thoughts and what's going on. I like to wear, well, I know you wear your headset. I do. Uh, would you paint? I love it. When I pop into your studio, have to flash the lights to get your attention. <laughs> yes, because um, I would never notice you. Would know you. <laughs> I, you wouldn't know I was there. So, wh- what do you listen to?
1: Um, I like to listen to. I like to listen to pop, of course, jazz. I love my Turkish music, my Turkish pop music, and classical, and really all kinds. I mean, I I, I don't want to limit myself because it's like whatever the mood is for the day, or what painting I'm doing, actually. What vibe?
0: Well, as you know, I lean more towards classical music. Uh-huh. And when I paint, I do. Well, I used to listen to it more. I don't wear a headset. I have uh, some speakers and the sound system more or less not the greatest one but it does fill the studio with uh, the music that i like to listen to but as time's gone on i kind of even don't even turn that on anymore I've i just that. yeah no, i know i yeah. kind of like it quiet when i do listen to music i like to put on a headset and and pull a einstein and go sit in a chair somewhere <laughs> and just kind of meditate drift in and out maybe sleep a tiny bit or go into that dream state where all these wonderful ideas pop into your head. And by the way, that is a great way to get rid of the chaotic thoughts that are going through your head. It works for me. I hope it, you try give it a try. It'll work for you. The other thing that I don't do, and I like it real quiet, and I think almost every writer does, is I'll not listen to anything. But I notice when I'm writing, I like it real quiet. Although there seems to be a squirrel that comes up to my window and for some reason is fascinated by me sitting there writing. Don't know why that is. Kind of cute, I guess.
1: He is so cute. But you're lucky because occasionally a raven sits outside my window while I'm (laughs) busily writing. And, of course, he has to blurt out his loud calling, which shows me that he wants me to pay attention to him and get my face out of the computer. And you know what? he always succeeds
0: i tell you what i'll trade you i'll give you two squirrels for <laughs> one raven thank you very much <laughs> <The> <laughs> at squirrels least yours are, are quiet. quiet yeah they're quiet they, but they're they just want to sit there and stare at you which is could be kind of uncomfortable sometimes i'm pretty sure they want me to give them some peanuts because historically every once in a while i'll go out and put a few peanuts out for them but True. i never do it outside my riding area so they guess they hunt me down i think so Our imaginations can create, disperse creativity. What do you think? It may be normal, it may be a normal state for some, but creativity does not like chaos. And it certainly doesn't function well when our minds are filled with anxiety. Anxiety, I think that is probably the precursor to all the chaos that goes inside of our head. Once you're anxious about something, it's hard for you to change your thoughts and your ideas. And there it sticks with you.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so true. I know that when I have anxiety, and I know everyone gets anxious at times. I mean, this is not unusual. But for me, it can last a few minutes or for some people I've known, they can last a week or more. So it's just it it robs you of creativity. I don't know that it's good for joy because it steals away the joy in your life. And it makes you really unfun to be around because you're on guard and you're you're in that hyper state where it's just like you feel like the world is attacking you.
0: Yeah. Anxiety's closest cousin is worry. Yeah. The, those True. two seem to hang out together. True. Ralph Waldo Emerson has a quote, and it's one I particularly like, a man is but the product of his thoughts, which mm. simply means that you're thinking about negative stuff It's pretty hard to be positive. Creative thoughts do come to the surface, but not very easily when your mind is filled with negative thoughts.
1: Yeah, and then this episode, so we have two quotes. We had the one by Einstein, and now with Emerson. So you're getting a two for one, I guess, (laughs) on this one. I don't know. You know, it just it seems to be when you're happy that you can create more easily because you're you're tapped into that joy vibe and you're, you're tapped into the happiness vibe and the love vibe. I know there's some artists that are very into being, you know, what do you call that, tumultuous inside, and they need to have that agitation of being sad or upset. But I don't know that that's true for everybody, really.
0: Well, there are people that do things that they think that it's going to make them more creative, and ultimately I think it makes them more agitated. I mean, some people consume alcohol. Some people use other forms of substances that they think that's going to bring on some creativity in their life. And I'm not going to argue with that one way or the other, because I've never mm-hmm. I've never done that myself. But I do know that anything that shifts your mind, your thinking, anything that alters your normal state right. is going to create chaos. Whether it be positive or negative, there's going to be some chaos there. Right. It seems right. to me that all artistic mediums will function better without chaos.
1: So you need to get into that state of not being chaotic, which is centering yourself. Well,
0: you know, if if you're a glassblower or you're firing pottery in a kiln or you work in a foundry pouring a sculpture, Mm -hmm. you definitely cannot survive with negative thinking. You have to concentrate. And if you've got a bunch of chaos floating around inside your head and you can't focus, that could be dangerous. You could get hurt. Right. Uh, So many artistic endeavors allow negative thoughts to flow. Uh, Those artists, like uh, you pointed out, Mm -hmm. Angie, thrive on chaos. But they generally don't have to worry about getting burnt by a hot place or furnace. Very true. You I know, guess, you Focus know, is pretty important.
1: I guess if you're a songwriter and you're in angst and you're being sad and whatever, it's not as dangerous because then you can just no, you know, I think, I write it down. Think, I
0: think many of a good country western song right, um, was
1: being miserable and sad and oh, broken, dumped. A broken or heart. Yeah.
0: Broken heart has probably been the catalyst to some really famous country western songs.
1: Right, right. And also, though, when you mess up creatively, and I hate to use that word, although I, I did do a blog post, I think it was a blog post about this, where I have a painting that I go to to warm up before I get started. And it's because you just get very like closed about releasing your creativity sometimes, not all the time. But it's my muse painting. And I just go in and I'll do a little Something to it. Add a little color. Literally, it has layers and layers and layers of paint, but it just kind of helps to loosen up creatively.
0: That, that goes with your. Um, we all mess up creatively, right? Uh, and you made a comment about my analogy regarding the cake.
1: Right, right. Like you like to say, Rod, you're baking a cake and it doesn't rise, right? And then what? Uh-oh. You have matzo cake. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. People were that are writers will have it a little easier because they can be anxious or frustrated, like you were talking about with glass blowing. But so all they have to do is hit the delete button so it's not so you know detrimental. Yeah, or
0: get up and walk around for two minutes and then come back to their typewriter and hope the mm-hmm. muse shows up with them at the same time. True. And there they go. Right, right. Let's talk about uh, thoughtful creative chaos, which I happen to think is a real thing. But like everyone else in our creative lives, it could turn out to be a tool for good hearted freshness, pushing away your imagination, staleness, when we're not creative, but our minds start giving us a hard time because we're not living, acting or being creative. But the mere fact that we are uncomfortable at least focuses upon what strategies we need to do to get back into creativity. Now, everybody knows I just read that because it was kind of awkward, but I really believe that. I really believe that there is a thoughtful creative chaos. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And we do do notes on the show so that way we don't go off on a tangent and forget what we're going to say on our podcast so that way we can make sure we tell all of our thoughts to you which is likely
0: to happen more with me than you well
1: no it happens (laughs) because you get caught up in the conversation i think so we have to have our little notes otherwise we'll totally go off so you know what rod i've discovered that creative chaos is shareable I can be feeling at the top of my game and having all these beautiful imaginative thoughts only to have someone rain on my parade with their anxieties. And now I have a tendency to become a party to their anxiety.
0: You wouldn't be referring to me, are you? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I know, you know, I have, we all have emotional ups and downs and it's not always to keep it to yourself. I do my best and she does her best. And I'm sure you guys do your best too. Right. But sometimes it just like percolates out, you know, it just comes out. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't come out so tactfully. Right. But that's where having a good friend, a good mate that knows you and gives you a little time just for them to listen to what you have to say. So you can kind of unload on them, if you will, mm-hmm. and hopefully they're understanding and kind and say all the right things like this too shall pass and right. say all the right things. We don't always want to hear people tell us that because it's more fun to whine than address Yeah, than Sometimes what's really addressing us. But it is important, you know, you're not a, a committee of one it is important to have someone else in your life that you can share some of your anxieties with, mm-hmm. and don't dump all your baggage on them. Don't do what I see people do on Facebook. I mean, they use it oh, sometimes yeah. as a confessional, right and more than you know too much information. how does that thing go? more than I really wanted to know or hear Oh TMI too TMI, much,
1: that's too, much too much Truth information information
0: like yeah. Um, yeah. but having somebody in your life. And uh, I mean, both Angie and I are very lucky because we have a daughter that tolerates us quite well. (laughs) She understands when we can be a little bit moody and she always has the right, she always says the right thing. It just like brings sunshine into our lives and uh, blessed are our children. Yeah, totally. But you know, a parent, a well-meaning and loving parent. Sometimes they might say things that might irritate you or might even create you to be more anxious, but cut them some slack. You know, they've all had their challenges during their lives. So, being understanding uh, and tolerant of other people's problems and being especially tolerant and understanding of our own problems and be practical in how you think and solve these problems.
1: True, true. But I think that you have to draw the line and have a ba- boundary somewhere when if you've got a constant negativity from someone in your life and they just seem to like percolate bad things all the time and they bring bad things to you and are negative. And when they leave, you're feeling really depleted and not very positive positive. And then you know your brain is all scrambled. I think there there comes a time when you go, okay, you know what? I'm gonna have to edit my time with these people because it's not working out for your own best interest either. So I think you gotta play a judgment there a little bit. Yeah,
0: that old adage, uh, I'd rather forgive them than be them. And then I there was a motivational speaker, I think it was Brian Tracy. I'm not sure. This is a long time ago, but he made a comment about you may be dancing this dance and I may be dancing this dance. I could admire the way you're doing your dance, but I don't have to dance with you. Right. Which kind of means that you can keep your distance, be respectful, of course, you know, share some love, but negative people will bring you down and you're never, as far as I know, people say this, I've experienced in my own life, no matter what you say, no matter how positive Mm -hmm. you are, how many good ideas you give them. A week later, you'll pick up the phone, they'll be there, and there's a whole new set of problems, which basically pretty much sound like the same problems that they shared with you in the preceding weeks. So right. try to avoid them, be polite, but keep them out of your life, they'll drain you.
1: But I liked what you said about negativity doesn't elevate anyone. Hmm. And then when it occupies your creative mind, it just gets into a form of disaster because you can never remove it from your thoughts at that point once you've heard what you've heard it's kind of like a court of law once you've heard it your brain has heard it and it is there we've been reading about this i think you told me this about how psychologists say it's wired into our brains as a protective mechanism so when you're walking through the jungle and you hear a panther growling in the bushes near you you will be stressed and have a lot of anxiety but that's your cue to get the heck out of there because it's quote danger And also there is a kind of an addiction to constantly having something negative going on because it gives you a focus point. So you need to really edit out the negativity. But what's interesting is you may notice that you actually crave hearing the negativity, which might make you listen to the news or go to social media to kind of seek it out. So it would be interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting if you start to edit it out. What do you feel Do you feel a little uncomfortable? Do you feel like something's missing? Do you feel like you have to seek it out? It's almost like a drug in that respect. Well,
0: it is a protective mechanism. You know, that old thing about uh, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. You go through a negative experience and then all of a sudden you think, okay, what's going to happen next? What do I have to deal with next? Well, there is a protective mechanism like Inchi mentioned before. If you're walking through a jungle and you know there are predators out there that could eat you, you want to be alert. You want to keep looking around. You're going to be stressed. But that certain amount of stress keeps you on your toes, improves your hearing, improves your vision, makes your cognitive uh, reactions much higher. And so that kind of chaos is beneficial. But it also can be a real, it could be negative to creativity. So you have to monitor that carefully. You have to know when to adopt it and when to push it out. If you're in your creative space, there's no need for you to all of a sudden hop on uh, social media to see what's happening. That's most likely going to bring you down one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's better just to keep it out of your system. Like the opening of the book, Tale of Two Cities right. by Dickens, mm-hmm. it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. But let's try and make the worst of times the best of times in all of our lives. Right. We like all it- have choices, right? Mm-hmm. We all have choices. You can be You can be up or you can be down. But if you give yourself absolute permission to be happy and creative, generally speaking, you will. Is it a perfect solution to this? No, there's no perfect solution. But I think Angie and I certainly strive hard to try to keep a balance. Uh, we know we have trials and tribulations that we face. Right. We're no different than anybody else. Yeah. But we try to keep a positive outlook, look to, you know, mm-hmm. to each other or look to uh, relatives to give us a positive word now and then. Right. And if nothing else, your self-talk. I mean, you can say really nice things to yourself. Your self loves hearing nice things. So love yourself. Give yourself permission to be cool. It's okay.
1: Right. And then the other thing that I wanted to add um, before we close for today, and that is that something that I was listening to in a positivity and some meditation on YouTube because I love YouTube meditations. They're absolutely free. So if you need to meditate, you have no excuse. You can go there and look at a free one and try it. Put on your earbuds and try it. But one of the positivity YouTube videos was on if you're tuning into a certain frequency, if you're constantly playing negativity in your head, you're going to invite more and more negativity into your life. So in closing, edit what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. If it starts to go down a negative route, then try to change your, your thinking. Or
0: the simple thing is change the radio channel on your head. Right. Instead of if you're on a negative radio channel... Tune into a different one. Just move the dial over a couple slots Truth. and get into that space where you're positive and happy. Also, one really simple trick is just to smile. That's true. A, a simple smile, and if you really, if you're really daring, go up to a mirror and smile at yourself. You'd be surprised how all that angst just kind of flows out of your fingers, moves its way on down your torso, past the kneecaps, all the way down your feet, and then it leaks out of your toes onto the floor. And all that negative chaos that we all live with at times just kind of flows through your body. Good rhythms.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Well, this was a very timely and interesting discussion, and I hope that you were able to pick up something helpful from our podcast today. And let us know what you think about creative chaos on our website at ThoughtRowPodcast.com and click on the contact form tab. And that way you can just send us an email. It'll come straight to us, and you don't even have to worry about filling out the email. And we will try to share some of the thoughts in future podcasts so that way we can have some dialogue between you guys. What
0: are we going to talk about next week?
1: So next week we're going to be discussing the vanity of art, which is something that every creative person deals with. From the costume designer and set designers at the Metropolitan Opera or La Scala to a chef creating a souffle with just the right timing and presentation. Vanity is such an interesting connotation. Is it positive? Or is it negative? We'll be discussing this on our next podcast.
0: I'm really glad you tuned in today. We hope you enjoyed the thoughts and ideas we shared with you.
1: We post a new podcast every week, so remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. So it's bye for now from my husband, Rod, and I, wishing everyone a great day. (laughs)